Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Jake, uh, live here at Grand Park, it's probably a pretty important quality for a rookie to be on time, and that is certainly the case with our next guest, uh, the pride of Warren Central, the second-round pick from the Colts. Back in April, he is Juju Brents, and he joins us now. Juju, good Tuesday morning to you. How's the body feel after a couple NFL practices? Great Tuesday morning. Yeah, it's feeling pretty good, man. I'm just excited to get back out there with the guys. You know, it's been a, been a long time for the little showcase, but uh, I'm just happy to be out there. You know, how were you handling that? Like, I'm watching you at practice. You're, I mean, you seem to be a great teammate. You were celebrating guys, making big plays. I'm thinking to myself, that would be really hard for me to do. Like, I, I'd, be, I, I'd be standing there thinking to myself, Dang, you know, I want to be out there. And, and you, you have to realize, obviously, the opportunities other guys are, are, are getting. So how did you handle missing that time in the spring and even the first week or so here of camp? No, absolutely. Uh, it's like that thing you hear when you growing up all your life playing sports. You know, people always tell you, you know, just control what you can control. Um, you know, so just dealing with the elements, you know, it was unfortunate that I was out for a little bit of time, but uh, just making sure that certain things I did that I could control, you know, once that time come for me to be out there on the field, you know, I was really prepared and ready to go. So just diving into the playbook, being personal with my guys, little things like celebrating and just being present in the moment while I'm still not being be able to be out there. The man, once you do get out there now, it's just time to just let it all loose and play football. You know, Juju, I'm curious of this. I know you're aware of the opportunity that sits in front of you. But and that opportunity, I would think, creates a desire to just, like, let's go, you know. And then your body is telling you, oh, hold on just a second. Which was a greater emotion for you? The kind of the anxiety of knowing what was in front of you and getting after it or the frustration of not being able to get after it in the right time? Uh, that's a good question. I honestly, honestly answering that truthfully, I would say really kind of neither. Uh, I don't really look at it as pressure. You know, it's a lot more things else in the world that I could really, really consider, like just true, true pressure. This I just this is something that I love to do. It's football. Um, and, man, once I said, like, once again, just being present, you know, so um, – just understanding that the circumstances that I was in was just temporary and that I would eventually get over this hump is that's the kind of mentality I kind of had. And then regarding just, you know, this anxiety to get out there, man, it's football for me is just something that I love to do. So uh, it really wasn't nothing too, too crazy in the sense of having anxiety because once I get out there, just having the confidence that I do have. So far, what has been – the biggest adjustment I mean I realize the speed uh, that would be the natural right. answer here but but what is the one thing if any that you still feel like you really want to get some footing on that, that is that you just are still trying to navigate through for sure I would say uh just the details you got to be real detail oriented um it's a game of inches honestly so um it's those small fine details within the game those are the things that I've been paying a lot more attention to so you know just learning from guys like Kenny Moore just paying a little bit more attention to certain splits I'm seeing, different formations, um, pre-time recognition, you know, making those plays happen before the plays even happen. So that's been the main thing for me right now. Um, and just diving more into that. And then, like you said, a little bit with the speed, you know, it's a different type of sense of urgency um, just to pick it up right away and uh, just get moving. So, But the main thing right now has been the mental aspect. 
He's Indianapolis native, Warren Central product, played at Iowa and Kansas State. Juju Brents with us here uh, live at Grand Park. Colts are going to get practice started at 9 a.m. Juju, obviously, when the Colts drafted you, you know, everybody saw the the depth chart and what's happened since then. You know, they traded Gilmore earlier in the offseason. Obviously, the Isaiah Rogers news. There is open playing time to be had. How far behind do you feel like you are in, in trying to earn some rookie playing time? Uh, I'm just taking it one day at a time, honestly. I don't really feel like I'm far behind. Um, you know, just I know that I'm at my own pace right now, and I can't get into the, you know, the in that easy game of comparison. You know, so just run my race. You know, I tweeted that out the other day, uh, just 1% every single day. And that's what I've been focused on. So, you know, when that opportunity does come, just make sure I'm fully prepared. But uh, just being present in the moment, man. You can't look too far ahead and, and can't worry about the past. You know, all we can't worry about is the present when we get as you've been watching, who is the corner that has caught your eye, whether it was in the spring or here in camp? It's been a lot of guys, honestly. Uh, you know, like we got a couple of vets. You know, we are a young core, but a couple of guys like Tony Brown, who's real intentional with the way he go about his business. Um, Julian Blackman as well. And obviously, you know, the easy answer would be Kenny Moore. But uh, two testament, just like to the pro he is, just the person he is, you know. Um, somebody who's reached out to me, just giving me little tips here and there, like, hey, I see you did this in practice. This may work for you as well. Um, just giving me different pointers. But I would definitely say Kenny. You know, he's a guy where, um, man, he definitely takes advantage of every time he's out there on the field, and uh, it's just infectious. Is it surreal to you still uh, that – I mean, I'm assuming there are guys that you're you're walking past that you're thinking, well, like five years ago I wanted that guy's autograph. You know, I know that this is still a pretty young team, but there are some players here – that were playing on Sundays at Lucas Oil Stadium when you were walking the halls at Warren Central. Has it all set in? Thanks. I mean, yeah, now it's just like, all right, these are like <laughs> my teammates, co-workers, like, yeah, like, it's, it's time to go. Like, it gives me, like, a different type of drive to, like, you know, to start to be on those type of, you know, levels that they're on, for sure. Like, just seeing, like, Shaq Leonard just walking around, seeing them, and then, Going out on the field and like let's do it like working together like like this is this is tough like this is tough. Um, even Kenny like we talked the other day I'm like bro like I've been watching you since you've been a coach like I've been a fan for a long time and he's like man like that's that's what's up so uh, yeah it definitely is kind of just like a a little realization like wow like it's it's pretty dope but now man like all uh, the surreal moments as far as like getting drafted and being a coach now like that's behind me like I'm I'm focused on getting to work and uh being a big contributor to help us win some games. It's a storybook tale, Juju Brents, and I know that you know that, um, of a local guy playing, you know, coming out of obviously a dominant football program at Warren Central and getting drafted by your hometown team. But that can have, and I'm sure you're aware of this, some dangers and some pitfalls. You know, I know in talking to Jeff George, for example, who, who had the same thing, came out of Warren, got drafted here. You know, and Jeff has been pretty honest about the fact of like, hey, it was tough because here I was, I had all this money and yet all my guys from high school were only four or five years removed and it was easy to just, I'm not saying that, that to get detracted, you know what I'm saying there, right? I mean, just to, to lose your focus and to not realize what's at hand. How do you balance that? I mean, the pressures of your hometown, your classmates wanting to be able to fulfill probably the requests of a lot of people. How do you navigate through all of it? Yeah, for me, um, just keeping my, my circle tight and close, you know, um, and definitely just setting those right boundaries. You know, uh, 
I have a real tight family, like I'm real family oriented. So, uh, you know, my mother and father, you know, the way they raised me. So just giving me the right type of, you know, uh, mentality for sure at a young age, which has got me to this point. You know, it's a lot of different temptations you can have out there in the world. But, uh, but man, just falling back on your core values, that's something that's big for me. So um, just having the right people around me, you know, the same ones who've been there for me. Um, and continue to just move forward with that mentality that's got me here to this point. So, yeah, there's always temptations, but, man, just keeping the right people around you. That's the way I kind of maneuver through all the extra things that come with it. Can it be hard to say no, whether it be – and I don't even necessarily mean temptations, but people from the east side that might reach out to you that are in need of assistance and, you know, all the things that come with kind of the fame that you now walk into, can that be challenging? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely uh power in the word no. You know, that's something I feel like a lot of guys in the league have to um you know, learn something in order to do once you get to this type of level. Um so yeah, it's a process, you know, it's a lot of different things I'm learning while I'm you know, now being an NFL player. It's kinda of crazy to call myself an NFL player now, something I've been dreaming of my whole life. But yeah, you know, that definitely is a challenge. But uh, you know, it's just what comes with the game. So uh, you know, there's a lot of different things I'm continuing to keep learning about and uh, just having a a very, you know, great group around me, a lot of different leaders who guys I can learn from and uh, be able to attain some of the information they have and apply it to myself. So uh, just keep learning, you know. But, yeah, all that, yeah, we going to be good. Juju Brents found out he was an NFL player just a couple of miles away from here, and that would be Birdie's, the location of his draft party. Juju, were you getting some putt-putt in while you were waiting for the Colts to announce your name? That was kind of the plan that – Sadly, on that day, we had a little bit of some drizzling and some rain, so we didn't get to go outside to the putt putt. <laughs> but I still birdies like, yeah, trust me, we'll we'll be back. So uh, I'm looking forward to be able to do that here soon, though, <laughs> when I get a little time at the camp. I remember seeing you at the local pro day. You and Shane Steichen had a long chat back in early April. But I'm curious, I feel like when guys get drafted, you hear such a variety of how much contact they had with the team that, that took them. You know, some guys are like, I literally did not talk with them throughout the whole draft process. Other guys are like, you know, top 30 visit, local pro day, et cetera, et cetera. How much interaction did you have with the Colts during the draft process compared to other teams around the league? Uh, actually, it was quite similar to most of the teams, like, for me, I did um, had the opportunity to go to the senior boat, which was a blessing. So I met with pretty much all 32 teams there. And then, um, well, like a month later, you know, at the combine, I then had another interaction where I met with all 32 teams. So the coaches were definitely in the mix. And then being a local guy, like you said, being able to go to the local pro day, um, obviously not working out, but just getting a little bit more personable, you know, learning from, you know, Gus Bradley, a great mind, uh, Milo as well, my defensive back coach. And then just go psychic, you know, um, just being able to learn, like, what type of player I am and a man, most importantly, you know, and um, and if it's just a fit for the organization. And I'm more than ecstatic, you know, to just to call myself a coach now and, and wear that horseshoe on my helmet. Uh, it is a dream come true, man, and uh, it is pretty dope. So, you know, coach, we're in the mix, but you just never know how that how that whole process will turn out. Um, but I'm glad it did turn out the way it did. Which was a bigger jump in terms of, like, on the practice field, the speed – acclimation going from Warren Central to the Big Ten and then later obviously at Kansas State going you know via Iowa so from from high school to college that gap or from college now to NFL players hmm um you know they both were definitely you know foreign environments for me going to college you know just a different different type of you no know, game in the Big Ten and then you know now transition to the NFL but honestly like <laughs> 
some of those practices I had at Warren Central was harder than some of the the practices I had at Iowa, Kansas State, and you know I'm still learning about the ones here with the coach. But uh, man, you know Warren Central did a great job of molding me into uh, you know the type of player I am now, and you know, just the type of mentality and uh, the way that program is ran, like it's it's the mentality of you no know, moving guys up to the next level. So um, I give a lot of like my coaches from high school and just little league, you know, a lot of credit. You know, um, get me to this point for real, but uh, uh, the pick between one, you know, I can't really say right now. It's still kind of early, so. But tell no, me I'm, the I'm, Warren Juju. Tell me the Warren Central teammate you had that either directly or just through example most pushed you when you were a young player. Mm, that's a lot of different guys I could say. Um, honestly, just. Just from growing up and watching them, and they actually having different teammates. You know, it's a lot of different guys like Darren Evans, who played for the coach back in the day, Drew Warren, Pierre um, Bell. Actually, playing with one though, I would say probably would be um, Michael Tussie. And it's so crazy that we are teammates again now with the coach. But uh, I was gonna say he's a Colt now. Yeah, his his dad was actually my my little league coach growing up, and he had such a big impact on me. Just like the standard he set from that point on being kids and then just the way I seen Michael move around and the way he went about his business. It's the same Mike I've been knowing since we was young. So it's crazy how, you know, life comes full circle and now we're on the same team again. But that's definitely one of those guys. There's a lot of different people I could say, but he's one for sure. Your favorite NFL player when you were a kid? <laughs> I feel like a lot of people probably know the answer now, but 100% Bob Sanders. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's probably – any kid at your position in Indianapolis, that would have to be the answer, right? I remember having Bob's jersey and then, like, remember going to the University of Iowa and I got the chance to talk to him because you know, he was a Hawkeye as well. Um, I was just starstruck in that moment when I got – just hearing his voice on the phone was crazy. And then seeing him in person, he came to a game. So, 100% Bob Sims. Well, by seeing him in person, that puts you in a rare air in the last five years. <laughs> He's like an enigma. Yeah, probably talk about like 2018 when that was my first year. But uh, <laughs> but Bob, man, he, he's good people, great people. Um, dude looked like a a linebacker. It's ridiculous. I didn't know how big he was in person, but yeah, he's good people though. Juju, we'll we'll end with this. Was the selection of 29? Is that Joseph Adai related? Was was there any uh, reason on on jersey 29? Um, honestly, it was just you know um, just something that one of my options that I had available. Um, you know, uh, it's not just personal makes the number, you know, they say, but, uh, uh, if I could have got this opportunity to wear 21, I probably would have grabbed it, but <laughs> 29 it is. Let me go rock it. Juju Brent, second round pick again, the Warren Central product, had his draft party right up here in Westfield at Birdie's, and now he will get on the practice field here in a little over an hour for the third time in his NFL career. Juju, I know it's been probably an up and down off season health wise. Stay healthy the rest of the year. Good luck, and uh, I know you got the whole east side of Indianapolis rooting for you. Absolutely. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me on.